<laughs> Sounded like an electronic fart. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to the Middle Life Podcast. Thanks for joining us again, and again, and again, and again, and again. You guys are awesome. Uh, this is Mikey. I'm also joined by... Jamie. And Maggie. Awesome. Thanks for coming back, guys. We really, really appreciate it. We all hope that you enjoyed. A few days ago, we, we released uh, episode one, season one, episode one, and so that's up for you guys to listen to. So yeah. um, we're going to keep doing that. You know how I know uh, when a new episode comes out. How's that? I subscribe. That's right. Oh, hey-o. You should too. Hey-o. I am also subscribed to the Middle Life Podcast with, with, on my iPhone, which is awesome because every single Monday morning when I wake up at like 6 a.m., I've got a little alert right there on my homepage that says, ah. Middle Life Podcast posted a new episode. Yep. So hit, hit that subscribe button and share with your friends too. If you like it and you think they'd like it, go ahead and share it because yeah. we want to grow this thing. And we, lo- yeah. help. we love doing this. And if we start dropping under a thousand plays per episode, we are done. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and be sure and check out our Facebook page cool. as well as our Instagram page. As, yes. As, yes. As well. Just search yeah. M- yeah. the Middle Life Podcast, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Um, Segway. Segway. Uh, I, I, w- I was going to roll right into something, but before I do, I did want to say that Jamie. Yes. I heard from someone that you are very close to that somebody in your extended family uh, thinks that we are pretty much totally drunk every time we do this <laughs> this podcast. Really? Yes. And I'll tell you who after the episode. But I did think it was really interesting. <laughs> I'm, drinking, I'm drinking diet squirt. I know. And right I am now. drinking water, I'm regular drinking water. Liquor. Still, yep. We really don't Lecroix. drink that much. But I thought it was really funny because I was told they were like, they were like, yeah, no, she totally thinks that, that you guys are pretty hammered when you do this podcast. No, this is legitly and just how we are. No. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, no, I honestly, so this is open, you know, full disclosure. I think in one of these single sessions out of our entirety of doing this podcast, I maybe have consumed two uh-huh. beers yep. during the course of a whole episode. Yeah. So um, yeah, I nurse on one for a good while. So I think maybe we just sound like totally sloshed. We're naturally. just having fun, and yeah. yeah, it's. I think honestly, it's that like we're comfortable with each other, and right. it's like people think that that comfort only comes from like alcohol. That, yeah, a little bit of like <laughs> lubricating with alcohol, but like no, it's. It's just us. And no, just I don't need to get schnockered to have yeah. fun with these two yahoos. Yeah, but uh, you know, we also we don't we don't contone contone contone. See there, and I didn't even have that any was alcohol. not alcohol induced. Yeah. So that's just for me. I've been doing that more as I get older. Have you well, noticed that that I that I've actually been yeah. like totally saying the wrong words? Mm. Yes. Do you ever notice that, James? Just say yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> see. So it's anyway. a problem. <laughs> But um, yeah, we don't condone the drinking of alcohol. We also uh, probably none of us, I think, really tend to do it in excess. So yeah, it's not, good. Not at it's all. good. Healthy, healthy decision making. So uh, hey, I was going to share with you guys. So just to lead us right in here. So I was driving down uh, Highway 217 in the in the Portland area. If you guys, anyone lives up in this area, you'll know what I'm talking about. But I drove by a landmark of my childhood mm. that uh, had a big sign out front that said store closing no. sale. No. Yeah, I think you guys know what I'm talking yeah. about. So my heart sank a little bit. Anyone want to guess? Toys R Us. I don't want to grow up. I'm, I'm a Toys R Us kid. There's a million <laughs> toys and Toys R Us that <laughs> I can play with. Yeah, All Jamie right. Yep, I don't know That's the right. Thing. And then the creepy giraffe. So. Yeah, yeah, with Jeffrey. 
Jeffrey the giraffe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I mean, I drove by that it makes and I was me like, real sad. Oh, it's closing. So I promptly went online and Googled, you know, the closing of Toys R Us because I talked to my mom who lives in Southern Oregon and theirs in Southern Oregon is also closing. Yeah. I'm like yeah. something's going on here. Something's <laughs> right? happening. And yeah. so, so I, I, I went online and and I looked it up. Right. And and I think, do you guys remember probably like seven or eight years ago the store Circuit City? Yeah. yeah, used to be a heavy competitor with Best Buy. Yeah, went under, went out of business. I went in there to buy a digital camera when they were closing. Oh, I totally. I bought so much <laughs> stuff when they were closing. Yeah. It was a good sale. But I looked it up. So, <clears throat> so I looked up an article that that basically said all these cl- all these uh, main brand stores that are going to be closing physical retail locations this year. So we have like Toys R Us and Babies R Us, mm-hmm. Best Buy. Uh, like the Best really? Buy mobile sites that, that sell oh. mobile cell phones and stuff like that. Oh. Um, Abercrombie and Fitch is closing a bunch of stores. Yeah, I that do makes that. Sense. Foot Locker is closing a bunch of stores. Yeah. JC Penny. JC Penny. Is it Penny or Pennies? Uh, JC Penny. Okay. Um, Macy's. Gap. And, wow, uh, those and, are some big, big ones, and well, though. Sears and, and Sears and Kmart, if you guys even knew, Kmart is still around in some select locations. Yeah. Uh, Blue I, Light I, Special. I honestly think. I, I think you have to attribute that to like those stores. Those are all ones that have been around for a good while. Right. Uh-huh. And like, so they were around before the internet was even a thing and they were everywhere. They were dominant. And so yeah. there are more of them around to see more of them close. You know, like you're not going to obviously see as many brick and mortar places opening up brand new, yeah. right. but like they have so many locations and there's no reason for it anymore. Well, it got, yeah. it kind of, kind of got me thinking and, and, this I thought was interesting. So out of a lot of these stores, though, Abercrombie and Fitch, Foot Locker, Penny's, Macy's, Gap, Sears, yeah, Gap even surprises Sears, me. even. But like that's the one that surprises like, me. What What do those stores all have in common? Like, where would you normally see those kind of stores at? The mall. The mall. Right. That wasn't staged at all. Anyway. <laughs> <No>. So. <laughs> so. So. That furthermore kind of brought up this this thought, this thinking process of like, oh my gosh, wh- are we? So first question, like, are we seeing the death of the, the mall, mall, right? Yeah. The yeah. shopping center, mm-hmm. the mall, that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. you guys would agree that we probably are. I yeah, do. absolutely. I mean, I, yeah, I, there's a mall in uh, Medford, whatever it is called, Medford, mm-hmm. Oregon. The Rogue Valley Mall. There you go. Yeah. And so every once in a while, because my wife's family lives down there. And so we'll go into that mall. It's like a ghost yeah. town. Mm-hmm. Like legitly, they they have one like brand new car, you know, parked in the middle of it to like look right. cool. There's no one there though. I've stood in there for like a solid right. 30 minutes not seeing one yeah. soul. I even I even remember uh up to Tumbleweed. up to 10 10 years or as recently I would say even as 10 years ago like when I first moved up to the Portland area going into certain malls like um, like Washington Square or some of these other malls. And it was just, I mean, it was hopping. It was packed. Yeah. Yep. And and I, I have, honestly don't even think I've even been to Washington Square Mall in over a year. But the last time I was there, it had a very different vibe to it. Yeah. And it just, it's it's kind of, it's really kind of sad. It's, I it's mean, chilled. It, it's chilled out it quite a bit. It was the same thing with Lloyd Center. Like when we were in high school, Lloyd mm-hmm. Center was like the mall you went to because the Max went there. Like you mm-hmm. just yeah. get dropped off and you go. Now it's like, it's like Murder Central. Like, it's scary to go there. It smells bad. It's dark. It's dim. And, I mean, they used to have, like, you know, there was the place where you go if you want to, like, ice skate. Yeah. Right. And, like, nobody goes there anymore. It's sketchy now. It is, yeah. It's kind of crazy. So I, I read this uh, a Time magazine article, uh, and I'm not going to read the whole article, but it says that they estimate that by the year 2022, um, one in every four malls will be 
completely closed in America. Mm-hmm. So I out of all the structures that, yeah. that are malls, yeah. one in four. And that's that that's sense. that's not to say like what you're describing, Jamie, where there is still a mall, but there's hardly any stores in it anymore. Yeah. They're actually saying like the buildings will be closed. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you can't even go into them. And it's already happening around the country. Those well, malls I've that seen, are closing. Yeah, I've seen articles. It's uh, and I and I wish I could actually source it for you, but I've seen articles of like how these malls, these huge malls that used to be, you know, mm-hmm. big mm-hmm. are wastelands now, and they've they're, they've yeah. ha- they have overgrowth of like plants and things. It's mm, like right. it's like apocalyptic almost, and it's really sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was listening to the radio the other day actually, and they were talking about um, why um, why the fall of Toys R Us happened. Mm-hmm. And yeah, thank you. I want to back up on Toys R Us too, so keep going. Yeah, I'm not like treading on you, am I? No, no, okay, not cool. At all. So, like, I don't listen to NPR. Go um, ahead. They had, <laughs> no, but um, they were talking about it, and it's basically that a long time ago, like 10, 15 years ago, whatever, um, Toys R Us saw that there were, were people buying toys online. Instead of instead of creating their own online marketplace, mm-hmm. they outsourced to Amazon. So Amazon ah. was fulfillment for Toys R Us, which got people used to buying toys online. Yeah. Right. So. Toys R Us never, they didn't revolutionize their, their system. They didn't grow with the times. Yeah. They, they just saw, oh, some people are buying stuff online. Let's outsource it to Amazon. Right. They didn't jump on it. Yeah. Totally. And That's so time went by, and, right. they, and they, they did eventually create their own online marketplace, but it was so clunky yeah. and hard to use, and you had to create a username and all that junk. Right. Yeah. No one wanted to do it. And right. so everyone just, you know, you can buy, buy the same yo-yo for $2 less on Amazon. Right. So. Well, yeah. and, and and before we go kind of into a little bit of the, the e-commerce thing, too, I was going to bring it up. But you guys, just to just to get a little nostalgia on Toys R Us, right? Because they probably saw its heyday in, what, the early-ish 80s, 90s? early 90s. Something yeah. like that. But mm-hmm. do you guys remember the feeling of, like, knowing that you were going to get to go to Toys R Us? Oh, my gosh. It was, it was, it was magic. Right. Right. Seriously, I, 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 I still get excited like remembering the like oh my gosh we're gonna go to toys r us it's huge yeah and i love it and there's the video game section and you can play the video games on the little tvs on the, the anyways it was this so is, good it's gonna it be big. this is gonna be the me playing games by myself uh sadness <laughs> my parents never took me to toys r us not even once wait how old were you the first time you stepped foot into a toys r us you think i was an adult really yeah, i took myself Oh, yeah. Jamie. But like, but so, you lived like so, 40 minutes from one. Yeah. 30 minutes. My parents would give me the Toys R Us catalog that we would get in the mail. And so for Christmas, I could circle all the toys I wanted, but they did not come from Toys R Us. They'd come from like Fred Meyer. And they wouldn't exactly be the same toy. They'd be like the offshoot <laughs> oh, of the toy. No. But like, so I'd go and I'd get to circle all these toys in you know, the Toys R Us catalog. But yeah. So Jamie, what did it feel like when you knew your friends were going to go to Toys R Us? Did you get excited oh, for yeah. them? Oh, yeah. No, I was oh, like, can good. I come with you, please? What's this magical is world it, of? Yeah. Is it bad that we get entertainment on how awful little bits of your childhood were? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> oh, James. It's okay. Um, but seriously, though, that Toys R Us catalog, too, every yeah. year would oh, come yeah. in the mail. And it was like, it was, I mean, I, I would I would flip through that thing until until it was like shredded yeah. by the end of the holiday oh, yeah. season. I, s- I, mean, I circled that skip it so many times. <laughs> oh, the oh. skip it. Okay, yeah. we need to, we, for side note, we, for Jamie's birthday, we need to basically recreate like a childhood that he never had <laughs> right we'll take we're you gonna buy him a skip will it. somebody play catch with me please <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> battleship oh man so I, I i i did i did find this interesting too from that same article um it, it kind of did say though as far as malls are concerned mm-hmm. like 
So it says, I didn't realize this, that malls, the first official shopping mall opened 61 years ago, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize it was that old. Um, but basically, it the article says, um, the shopping mall has been where a huge uh, swath of middle class America went for far more than just shopping. So we're talking about like the importance of the mall or the nostalgia of the mall. Yeah. said it was home, it was the home of first jobs. Blind dates, a place for family photos, ear piercings, where goths and grandmothers could somehow walk through the same doors, find something that everybody liked. Uh, Anyway, so it was basically though was just it's just it's just saying like the mall melting pot. The mall was was a A a place for everybody, a place for everybody. And and it's it's it is to me. I mean, what do you guys what do you guys think though? What do you what do you feel about? Are you sad to see that the mall is going? I am sad. I I remember being dropped off with my friends you know and like okay meet meet us back in like an hour and go have have fun you know and me and my girlfriends would go to claire's and try on like jewelry and like hats and like i mean it's it's my childhood like i go there like oh like i remember if brandy if you're listening i remember going to the mall with brandy and Mm. flirting with the orange julius guy and it was really fun Uh, (laughs) that orange julius guy (laughs) jamie did your parents ever take you to the mall um we always like i said we took like public transportation so like i I took myself right um and and like yeah there was the nostalgia like i'm not sad to see it go because i currently do not frequent the mall and i don't right. really care yeah. one bit i still have those memories and i'm never going to recreate them yeah but like you, you know i'm i'm all for progress i'm 100 right. for 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 that progress so if things are easier and cheaper and make more sense for me like yeah cool you're totally an adult now by the way yeah so but do you have any fond fondness for them all any particular things that you find that it was valuable to you Uh, for and if if skipping school no you would skip school and go to the mall well okay so there's one time um so we we uh, me and my friends had this plan of like okay we're gonna we're gonna skip school today Mm -hmm. we're gonna go to the mall and uh and i had never skipped before i mean i was like a goody two shoes like never so i was like okay i'm gonna do it and um we got caught by the um the parking lot oh uh, gar- i remember him yeah bob bob. <laughs> bob um bob caught us and um he was like where are you guys going and uh our friend i'll just say nadia at the oh, time yeah, nadia. um said we have an emergency uh dental appointment for our friend and we are all going in support he didn't really believe it um and he followed us like two towns over like you're kidding no he was like tailing us i'm like you're kidding me um (laughs) so anyway he was dedicated to his job to to seal our like our whole story at some point did you stop at the dentist yes we stopped at a gentle (laughs) dental and And we all took a photo in front of it and then made a card for him and gave it to him. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> you gave it to Bob? Yeah. Wow. But at, while we were at the mall, like I felt so guilty. Like I had that pit in my stomach. Like I just, you know, I'm supposed to be at school. Like yeah. what am I doing? So I called my parents and I left a, I left a voicemail just saying like, hey guys, um, I... <laughs> I, I skipped school. I just need to let you know. I know the school's going to call and Aww. I'm really sorry. And like, I feel really bad, but I did it in secret. So like my friends didn't like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. Like a, Hey guys, I gotta go yeah. to the bathroom. You're in a stall or something. Yeah, just crying. <laughs> Standing in the middle of like zoomies. Like <laughs> I, I gotta make a phone call. Yeah. Uh, no. And it was, it was totally lackluster. It wasn't even like a super memorable day. It was just that yeah. those little bits were good. That's awesome. But well, yeah. there you go. You have a fond think, memory. Yeah. I think for, 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 for me, for the mall though, it like kind of, I guess what you're saying, Maggie, is it represented, not only was it fun to go because there were so many stores and there was a toy store in the, in the mall. I primarily shopped at the Southern Oregon mall that Jamie referred to earlier. And, um, 
and it, it but it was like a sense of freedom because like your parents yeah. it was it was a time like as i can see now from a parental perspective even i could be in the same building technically with my kids let them go off and do something or say okay you stay in that store and i'm gonna go to this store and this store and i'll meet you back here yeah. or whatever yeah. um it also was a place as a kid where i learned the whole family plan of like if we get separated and you can't find us meet us back here right. in this spot, in this spot. Yeah. you know yep, we did that, that too that sort of thing and so i think like and having everything you could possibly want in one location like right. Like everywhere that I would have ever wanted to shop was yeah. there. Right. And and so I think, I do think that that's interesting, like looking at it now as adults from a parental perspective, maybe there is some value to these sort of spaces. So I'm not going to let my, my, not necessarily not let my kids, kids go, but it's not the same thing as like, uh, go hang out on a Walmart for a while or something yeah. like right. that. Like from a parental perspective, I think it's nice to be able to test the waters in that thing. Like, oh, I told you to stay in Sam Goody, which is a music store in, in Southern Rio, but like, I told you to stay in that store and you didn't. So therefore now yeah. I can't trust you yeah. or, or, or something. Or there, there was, so I think it's going to be interesting just from as parents, I want your guys' input on this as parents. How do you think, how do you think we have to, do we have to be more cognizant and conscious of trying to create those opportunities for our kids to somehow mimic that? Or how would we do that? Um, you know, I, I really think it's important. I think, yeah, you do have to be cognizant of it because it's so easy for, for kids, especially today to just sit at home and have that like digital friendship. Right. You know, there's not that face to face going out. Like I remember, I remember the first day my mom said, okay, go ride your bike by yourself. Like Mm -hmm. go wherever you want to go. Right. And like, I just sat there in my driveway for a while, not understanding the freedom in which had been just been given to me. I like, I can go anywhere. Like, right. and our town was small. So like, yeah, it yeah. was literally like I could go anywhere. Right. And, you know, kids don't necessarily, I think these days, like have that automatic, like, oh, this is, inter- this is my entertainment right. going out yeah. and hanging out until, until the streetlights come on. Right. You know, like that freedom. Um, They're more prone to like sit on the couch and like probably FaceTime their friends or right. just, yeah. you know, message them. Um, I think there's also a big sense of danger though, too, for for parents because of the digital age. I think, mm-hmm. I think kids aren't, it's not easy to be as, as free as we were when we were kids. Right. Like, yeah. so I don't even like I, as a parent, I'm like, I don't know if I want my kids running off and if, right. if it was a mall setting maybe, but mm-hmm. I don't know where else I would allow my well, kids to just go. Yeah. I think, and I know and maybe that's, uh, maybe that's bad on my part because no. I'm, I'm not letting, I think it's, my I think it's interesting because you actually bring up a really interesting point. Cause I brought it up from like a parent to like, well, what do how do you think it's going to affect our children but like that's really true because we even just had a conversation with a neighbor the other day of like gosh we were talking about oh we have these neighbor boys that live way down the road that are like five and eight years old and they Mm -hmm. ride their bikes way down the street in our cul-de-sac and that just seems so foreign to me that seems like why don't you care enough about your kid to know where they are and what they're doing and And we were those kids i was was, was gonna say and it's like because because as parents we we don't have as many opportunities or we don't make as many opportunities to to do little steps to trust our kids to do those things so what were you gonna say james well no and i think it's you know i've heard arguments to the fact of like the world technically is safer now for our kids than it was before. And when you really think about like all the technology that we do have, how easy it is to communicate, how quick it is. When I was off on my own, when I was 12 or not 12, what am I saying? 10 on my bike going around town, no way for my parents to get a hold of me. Not one. They they wouldn't even have any clue where you are other than where you said you were going to. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't even really ask. And so I'd be off in the forest or I'd be, you know, like, 
in the middle of town. It di- they didn't know. Now, I mean, you can give your kid a watch that you can see where they're at. Yeah, like, yeah, it tracks you can track them. them. Right. Yeah. You can call them a split second and find out. And everyone around them has those communication devices, right. too. So if you've got your kid in a pack of four kids and all of them have right. mobile devices, yeah. One of them is going to get a hold of you if something goes wrong. And yet right. I'm still a basket case about it. Yeah. You well, know what I mean? I think, like I, th- I think also because of of um, media, social media, that sort of stuff, it's it's a lot easier to see even more than ever, like the, the negative, creepers the in bad the things yeah. that happen yeah. in the world. And, I, and, and I th- it's made us paranoid parents. We're so yeah. much more aware yeah. to a fault. It 100% taints our yeah. idea of like what the real world is like now because right. because media, media focuses on negative because negative gets more press. Right. And like... And people are interested in it. But all that stuff was happening when we were kids. You know, just as many abductions and awful things were happening. But now we're more privy to it. Right. Um, So if if anything, honestly, like as a prospective parent, I am more scared of my kid having an iPad than I am of them riding their bike outside. Like for some reason that scares me. Oh, for sure. You know, and I'm trying to think of. I'm pre-planning right. and thinking of every single avenue we, where I can block, right. you know, right. internet access and just, <coughs> We you know. even had, um, Maggie and I, I mean, it was, it was really a very real situation for us. We finally had Asher stop playing his tablet because he was so absorbed into it. But while he was playing it, he was playing Minecraft. And <coughs> there were, there were, he went to an online mode of Minecraft, Minecraft and there were people messaging our six-year-old like i mean we didn't find anything bad but i mean there were like some someone was like hi you know like they were trying to talk to him and he was like what do i do this person said hi to me and i was like oh my gosh someone's trying to talk to you i have no idea who this is and you know you hear all that stuff so i i agree with what you're saying like i mean it it, it, the fact that you have that you have the internet in everybody's pocket everywhere Mm -hmm. is 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 act the world has access to you everywhere yeah and so i think that's a really good point i'm i'm honestly i'm really hoping and this might just be like a far-fetched dream i am hoping that like the the shutting down of malls and those opportunities Mm -hmm. to like lose your kids safely yeah will create a renaissance of kids playing outside and going out and doing things because they don't have that avenue to go hang out with their friends and go have fun so they have to do it on their own and they have to some of my best memories are running off into the forest with my friends and you know like right it was great well and you have to consider it beyond the mall you know like things I like I believe that the movie theater is going to be a thing of the past and not that long. Yeah. Like yeah. I believe that. I believe yeah. that le- well, lesser s- and lesser people you are going to You see the prices go. go up to, for theaters because they're turning all these theaters that they used to try and cram as many people as possible mm-hmm. into like it, they're trying to make Giant an experience out of it, but it's becoming so expensive that it's like I can't pay $50 to take you and yeah. me to the movie right. theater. And right. that's legitimate, a movie. legitimately yeah. what it costs. We paid almost $50 to go see a 90-minute movie recently yeah. for the two of us. And it's like, wow. But anyways, you were saying. Yeah, uh, uh, that's just what I mean. I, I think I think there's going to be more and yeah. more avenues that are all going these social to avenues. go. All these things that we're like, oh, what do we go do together? Let's go see yeah. a movie. Let's go to the mall. Let's yeah. go. Those things are going to start going away. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I'm seeing your question now. Right. Like, yeah. what's next for the next generation right. of social Correct. socializing? Yeah. And I, and I think it's going to take more effort on our part because you know a movie is like it's easy. You're being entertained by someone. Yeah, you're not having to create that entertainment. Right. And so, <clears throat> I really, s- I'm hoping <laughs> that the future, because I really think honestly, you're going to see in like ten years, you know. Y- you just order coffee and it right. shows up at your front door. Yeah. Right. You know, and right now, more, like any, uh, the <coughs> easier it is, the, yeah, yeah you're going to see that more. When Danielle and I lived in downtown Portland, 
we never went grocery shopping. We ordered all of our groceries online. They were delivered to our front door. Yep. That opened up freedom for us to not have to go grocery shopping on a day yeah. off. So yep. I'm hoping that with all these conveniences of I can do this at home or I can, you know, have it delivered or whatever, that people people don't become, um, you know, fat slobs who just sit on their butts all day, but that it opens up that freedom in your life to be able to go and do right. stuff because it's not like, oh, we can't go to the beach today because I have to do my grocery shopping. Right. It's, well, you know. And and it, like, I, it could go both ways right. with that. Yeah. It no, could well, go both it, ways. It w- and, and it will. There's yeah. going to be certain groups that will take it one way and certain groups that will take it the other. And I, I do think, though, I think what's great is that, Maggie, you and I, of course, being parents of two young boys that aren't quite in that teen, obviously teen socializing space, we have a while. Jamie, we, we already had your adoption episode. Yeah. You know, prospective parent, like you said, you may come into kids that, that are actually in that stage already. Yeah. But I think what's really good that we're identifying now and what I kind of would... It, it's great we can relay to parents maybe or prospective parents that are that are listening is like you have to be very conscious to create those social spaces for your kids or to try and make them like Maggie and I are just now realizing the value to make sure that our kids have other kids their age and and that we are getting together with those people that have those kids so that we can build relationships with the parents so that we feel safe and comfortable with them there and our kids are getting those interactions yeah Yeah. well and, and we're super lucky to I mean at this table, we're all Christian. We go to church. We go to the same church. We're lucky to have that community uh, built built into that. Like it, it is part of our lives. There are a lot of people out there that don't have that sense of community, right. and I right. think there are a lot of people who who aren't churched and don't go to church who want that community but don't have a way about right. it. And right. Like what? Yeah. Like what? What other avenues? Yeah. Are, you know. Are, Join are a boys be... and girls club. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, coffee like, shops. You have coffee yeah. shops. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's tough. It's tough because. Yeah. You have to. You have to create that. You have to. Right. You have to. Yeah. So it's super important. Um, this and this is what I love about podcasting with you guys, and this is why we're friends, and why we just say this is great because we can talk. The last literally like almost fifteen minutes of us talking was nothing that we had scripted to even talk about, yeah. and it was just this just came up, and I I love it because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just such good dialogue. So I enjoy it. I do want to hop back to the mall thing because this whole thing spurred from tell us a fond memory yeah. from the mall, right? And so. The one thing I do want to find uh, or do want to kind of dive into here a little bit because I want to give credit to the people that responded to our poll. Yeah. On, yeah. Thank oh, you yeah. guys on, for doing on that. Thank Facebook. you so much. Um, so I asked the, the question of like, you know, why essentially like why is this happening? Why are these malls closing? Why are these big box, you know, retail stores closing? And Jamie, you hit the nail on the head when you were like, it's it's Amazon. It's it's online. Yeah you know commerce it makes it so easy and so we put out a poll on our facebook page uh and just asking for responses to this question which was how do you prefer to do your shopping Mm -hmm. and uh the responses were online or in a store um i was gonna ask you guys if you guys had uh, you know thoughts on what you thought the results were but i think you you know what they are yeah um we had 59 percent say that they preferred online shopping and 41 percent in a store reactions yeah. and yeah. i mean to me it was way more split than i thought it was going to be i thought it, we, it would lean totally one way or the other yeah um and i don't know i i voted and i voted online i yeah i mean when you take into account like it's cheaper it's easier it shows up your door mm-hmm. um the only bummer is returning stuff that like, sucks to return. yeah it sucks like, okay i guess i'll get this back in two weeks yeah and i mean that'll be something that gets ironed out in the works eventually like i'm sure returning things will be way easier right. especially if amazon creates more brick and mortar places i'm sure it'll be like instant oh yeah you know oh, yeah. you yeah. just same day drop it off and there yeah. you go you can just so. call call up one of their uh 
one of one of their drones and they'll right. just come pick up yeah. your box for you. No, and I so. and I don't think yeah. <laughs> Teasing. No, but there are people who think drones will do that. I I don't. I think it'll always be. It'll no. be interesting to see. It, you never know though with the advancements of technology. That's true. So, do you guys have any any assumptions out of those stats? Of we have fifty nine percent online, forty one percent in a store. As far as like demographic assumptions or anything like that. Mm. Well, I don't. Because maybe know. you said in a store that was your answer. I I I picked a store, mm-hmm. um, because. I really enjoy the experience of shopping. I like yeah. to go out. It's I enjoy it. It's especially right. when it's just me. I like to go out and I like to thumb through clothes. I want to feel the materials in mm-hmm. my hands. I want to smell them. I want to see them. I want to stand in front of that mirror and try them on. Right. Yeah. And do that whole experience. I enjoy that. Right. Um I I I I don't I I don't know. I don't I, I like online shopping. I and I and I do some online shopping myself. Sure. Yeah. Um Especially when I really just Christmas. Uh, well, yeah, Christmas. Or there's things that I just can't get. Right. There's things I'll. Sh- there's sites that I shop on that don't have right. stores. Um, but, um, yeah, the returns are a big one. But yeah. but not knowing for sure if that's gonna fit. Well, right. and really <coughs> bothers me. Right. And that makes me think like whoever invents the consumer grade body scanner of some kind that like in home like you just scan your body it mm-hmm. knows exactly what size you are exactly what's going to fit whoever right. invents that is going to be the next billionaire because it, like you just did yeah i know yeah. but you i better I'm, patent that real yeah. quick can somebody <laughs> who can wire things together really just whip that up for me and <laughs> put, slap my name on it um we'll give you credit on the middle life podcast yeah. yes. it's jamie's scanner doodle um <clears throat> no but yeah i mean like Science. <clears throat> There will always be innovations that right. make this perpetuate itself. Yeah. So right. th- we will. I mean, it sounds far fetched, but you almost have to think far fetched when sure. when these things happen. Because who would have thought it would be holding an iPhone right now? Right. Fifteen years ago. But you're still not ago. getting that experience. Is what yeah. I'm saying. Like you're still not going right. out and it's, seeing it's it all and being so with other people doing the same yeah. thing. You know, and it's yeah. there's there's the there's an environment there like and yeah. I th- that I th- you're getting. <clears throat> I think so that because what you're hitting on is is something I wanted to do, which is to give some shout outs. Like we said, we might mention some mm. names on the podcast. So. From our from our Facebook uh, poll, uh, one thing I will say is I w- I took the assumption that mostly younger people would say they wanted to shop online and older or, or older than let's say like forty or something mm-hmm. like that would say that they wanted to shop in a in a brick and mortar store. I was really surprised by this because some of the comments we got for one was my I have a uh, teenage cousin her name is Becky and she actually said she prefers to stop uh, to shop in a store mm-hmm. um, and her biggest thing was like I I don't I don't like having to wait for something to be shipped to me agreed yeah um, I, I very much agree with well, that that's true yeah it kind of depends but I mean like with Amazon you can get it in two days or whatever and I've just kind of learned to be be patient but it, there's also mm-hmm. those times where it's like no I. I want to go get yeah. it right now. It's yeah. like it's nice to know that I can go out my door and I can come home with a yeah. whole new wardrobe well, like t- today. Yeah. yeah, and and I always with things like this, I think with progress, and I know that like right now, yeah, it takes two to four days to get your yeah. Amazon package. Ten years from now, it's gonna be pretty automatic. Right. I mean, when we get those mm-hmm. Amazon warehouses all over the place, Amazon warehouses are probably gonna take over the mall spaces. They're gonna to be honest, the like yeah. they'll go in, they'll buy up the Start malls, they will create them. the It's going to know. be like Starbucks, but like little Amazons oh, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So the most common comments we got for the preference of shopping online. So uh listeners including uh Kirsten and Teresa said that they they dislike uh, crowds or that mm. the crowds can cause them anxiety from yeah. having to go yeah. shop in a store. I think we probably have all experienced that too a little bit. Like stay yeah. aw- if if you can stay away from like 
uh, was don't it? go on Christmas oh, or the, the Friday season. After I've, I've driven I've driven through parking lots that I see are super packed. I'm like, nope, yep, yeah, not yeah, gonna yeah. happen. Yeah. Bla- and like you said, Black Friday, like, Tuesday afternoon. Who wants right. to go? Like, I'm one of those people. I love shopping, but I will not shop on Black Friday because it scares the. Tar. See, Danielle and I still like to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and <laughs> I went with Danielle you one I. time, and we went into the store, and then we came back out immediately. Yeah, like, no, the, nope. I'll I'll brave it with with Danielle yeah. Jamie because she's a trooper. Oh, in the she store, she will so. bust. She's a warrior. She's a Black Friday warrior. Though. Not afraid to give yeah. an eighty-year-old woman the shoulder, like <laughs> just check them into yeah. a, into the yogurt. Oh um, yeah. So uh, step also it, step off it, Dolores. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, also, online preference. Heather and Teresa said they uh, never they don't like never, not being able to find a sales rep, or on yeah. the contrary, being bombarded by sales reps when you yeah. go to a physical store. So they prefer online shopping because you don't have to deal you know what's with funny sales about reps. That? You know what's funny about that, though? Okay, it's, it's just, I'm thinking about how, like, the mall culture, like, mm-hmm. over over time has has um, evolved. Yeah. Devolved. I don't know how you, how sure. you however you want to look at it. But, you know, in, like, the 40s and 50s, you, you go to the mall and, like, like actually it's funny so mike and i were watching roseanne the other day we were watching the old episodes of roseanne like season one and they one of the episodes the family goes to the mall Mm -hmm. and and um dan the father is take is is going and he's looking for shoes and like everyone is in the shoe store and they're all sitting down and they're waiting you you cannot get a pair of shoes until you get help from an attendant to help you try on these shoes and it's a whole like ordeal like Mm -hmm. And I almost, I vaguely remember that, like when I was a kid, like yeah. trying on oh, shoes yeah. and they would help you try shoes yeah. on. I remember they come out with that metal contraption yes. and they'd be like, yeah. put yes. it on your put foot. Put your foot here. Like yeah. it was a whole, and, 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 I, and I think, I think of like the forties and fifties, you know, the, those times when like you went and you got served, like there yeah. was, it, these stores were, had yeah. servicemen, they were more attendants and associates. Instead of just, instead of just uh, then man the you're cash going register. in and you're getting yeah. your thing yourself and you're headed out. Like right. people got it was an experience. The, yeah. People got dressed to the nines to get on an airplane. Yes, too. yes. Right. You, I mean, like, you, yeah, you yeah. you went to the Warrior mall suit. for. I mean, you watched like movies like A Christmas Story, and like mm. everybody was just dressed right. cute, and it yeah. was like a big deal. So, mm. I think I think that's part probably part of what's been lost oh, yeah. is yeah. is the quality <laughs> of service to now. It's yeah. like people just nagging at you, right. like you know, mm-hmm. can totally. you have you? Can I, you know, it's just different. It's not the same. Well, and I think that I think that back then, like. um Okay, so that makes me think of like Married with Children, where yeah. he was a sho- wasn't he a shoe salesman? Oh, wasn't I don't remember. Da- I think the dad was a shoe salesman, but working those jobs was like a career. Like yeah. y- you were mm-hmm. a middle class person. You went in, you did that job, right? And you you provided for your family. Mm-hmm. Right now, if you're working at a Foot Locker, you can't have the three hundred and fifty thousand dollar house providing for your family because right, that's a right. minimum wage entry level yeah. job, right? So which the- Foot Locker is closing, by the way? Yeah. And- probably that yeah but um but yeah so it's it's not it's not a sustainable lifestyle anymore to to have that kind of job it's not that it's not what it was so when it's when it's your career you're going to take pride in it right it's Mm -hmm. the thing that's you know providing your family with food and so now it's like you know high school kids college Mm -hmm. kids get those jobs the first job they just like hey like i'm making minimum wage you're going to give you minimum wage service that's a good perspective so also some of the most common comments for store preference shopping that we got to i want to acknowledge that there were you know 41 percent of the people said that they preferred to shop in store so i'm going to drop some names sarah mark katie 
Nicole all said that they like being able to see products and clothes, you know, in, in person, especially mm-hmm. clothes. That was the yeah. biggest one was clothes. Yeah. Maybe you'd already touched on that. Um, and then uh, Rachel mentioned that she doesn't like dealing with online returns, which we had already yeah. talked about as mm-hmm. well. So it's almost uh, sounds like the, the, the largest thing, though, was this combo of I like to sometimes test it out in person or try yeah. it on in person and then go that was price a, shop. Yes. Price that was a conversation online. I had with Mark, actually. He, yeah. We were commenting back and forth to each other. And he said, well, when when I bought my djembe, um, my drum, for people who don't know what that is, or you'll call it a bongo or a congo, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he asked, did I, did I go into a store to buy it? You know, and I said, well, no, I bought it online. But he asked, did you go and try it out first Yeah, right. in a store? And yeah, absolutely, I did. But it was $100 cheaper for me to buy it online right. mm. for the same model. And, you know, with something like that, like, it's a model thing. And you just yeah. you figure it's going right. to be about the same. So, yeah, I mean, it's great to be able to try it out in person. Then um, that's the tough part. That's the thing that, like, hasn't gotten ironed out yet. I mean, musical instruments are tough because all of them are different. And all of them, it was a gamble. Right. I told yeah. I told Danielle when I bought it online, I'm like, this might not turn out right. Like, right. I might have to return it. Um, and there's so yeah. many things, I think, uh, beyond clothes. And, you know, it, there's some things that you really shouldn't buy online because you don't know what you're getting. Yeah. Um, Like, being in the hair industry, mm-hmm. people are like, oh, you know, like, it's nice. It's nice that you're selling these things in your shop, but I could probably get it cheaper on Amazon. Yeah. And that's right. when I'm like, scary because you don't know the third party whatever's that you're getting it from and yeah. it could be diverted and and you know either outdated or yeah. full of product that's not even legit mm-hmm. you know right. product so it, it you know it's sometimes online is good and other times it's it's sketch True. Like yeah. it's really True not that. good well yeah and and that's where yeah the, the whole third party thing is is difficult because it's, if it's not a reputable yeah. person if it's more of an ebay situation yeah i've gotten the bad end of a lot of ebay yep. situations i had a dslr that spoke japanese and like i didn't know what it said <laughs> is that a camera yeah oh okay sorry um <laughs> But yeah, like it, it will, it can bite you in the butt. Yeah. And so. I remember that camera. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, yeah. this is awesome. Yeah. But it's all in Japanese. <laughs> yeah. I got it for a deal for a reason. But um, yeah. And I think also like handmade items. I mean, they're not mm-hmm. standardized. Like you don't know. You don't know. How you it's and I have work. both been victims of finding one of those like clothing shops yep. online and we're like mm-hmm. oh cute clothes really yeah. really cheap like yeah ridiculously cheap it must be and it'll too say, good to be true but right? it, it, it'll it also is. say like just order one size up uh-huh. from your normal size i'm like okay that's when you and find so, out it's probably it's probably korean and it's like three sizes too small for i think you. i've yeah. gotten at least at least one to two pairs of uh or articles of clothing from you jamie that yeah. you ordered uh and that were and and with you they were small on you and, yeah. they, were like and they were like double like xl yeah, i was gonna say double like, xl so like it it's insane like yeah. yeah i think i think the biggest the biggest thing though that that i am in favor of cuz i voted online as well is is the convenience of i was looking for my cell phone is the convenience of having the digital purchase and it's it is in your hand cuz yeah. i take for example maggie's dad's birthday um is 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 coming up really soon and it was like a Oh crud! Like I was like at work. I remembered it's his birthday, and I text Maggie. It's his birthday coming up. Yeah, it's his birthday. We haven't gotten any gift for him yet, yeah. and they don't live here, so I'd have mm-hmm. to mail it to him. <clears throat> so instead of going, oh gosh, my work schedule's hectic. How am I going to make it to the store? Go to the post office, yeah. box this thing right. up properly, and mail it. I go on Amazon on my phone while I'm sitting at my desk immediately after getting the text, and go beep boop 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 beep, and oh there it goes, and it's going to be there in, in two days. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the keys. It's it's That's this whole. Nice. 
that that's... crazy thing. Anyway, <clears throat> but but the fact that it that it is right there yeah. in your hand all the time, convenient, able to make a purchase, is I think hands down why it's you know yeah it's ve- it it's definitely convenient so and, it's, definitely and convenient. it's not gonna stop. It'll keep going no. and it'll keep getting bigger. It's like a truck, yeah. keep on rolling. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, but but so speaking of like you're having having this this technology, having this access to phones, to media, to social media, mm-hmm. we're kind of switching gears here a little bit, but talking about the phone. And um, so you guys each have your phone in front of you right now. Yeah. I have my phone and it's around here somewhere. And actually, this is interesting. As soon as I looked down and I saw that it wasn't next to me, I'm, I'm looking you're around for right out. now. Making you a little I'm like, anxious. Where is my phone yeah. at right now? <clears throat> and this this is interesting. So I we're going to spend another episode after this, I think, talking about like our arguments for or against why we think that the 90s, which is the decade we grew up in, was either the best or the worst. Mm-hmm. Not the best or the worst, but the best or not the best. How about that? But one <clears throat> article I did find, again, uh, uh, this was a New York Times article that said that the 90s was the best decade. And yes. this is going to relate into to technology. But one thing that I love what they said about the 90s, <clears throat> it says... The 90s ushered in the digital age, and uh, it, it of, of course got fully underway in the 90s. At the beginning of the decade, almost none of us had heard of the web. Mm-mm. We didn't have browsers, search engines, digital cell phone networks, fully 3D games, or affordable and powerful laptops. But by the end of that decade, we all had them. I like this point. It was just the right amount of technology in the 1990s. Yeah. So by the end of the decade, we all had cell phones, but not smartphones, and we were not overconnected or tyrannized yes. by our devices. And I really, I appreciated that, and it really got me thinking. It was like, it was like, yeah, by by the end of the 90s, I didn't think I got my first cell phone really to like 2002 or something yeah. like that. But yeah. still, that being said, the technology was at this point where it was it was convenient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it didn't dominate like yeah. it does now, mm-hmm. and um, like social media was like chat rooms right. and emails, right? Yeah. But it wasn't in your pocket everywhere, it right? Went, no. you, you right. Know? Yeah, I mean, I I will say. So this is something I just thought about too. Like in the nineties, I probably spent a good amount of my time in front of the TV. Sure. Like whether it be video games or just watching yeah. cartoons. We were and definitely stuff. TV. Yeah, and and I, I mean, given I'm I've gotten older, I'm I don't spend I barely watch any TV. Like I'm not right. really I don't I don't do that. I do have my mobile phone. I do look at stuff on it, but it's mobile. Like I am out doing stuff, sure, and I have it. So that almost gives you the freedom to be able to leave your living room, and you still get your news, you still get your entertainment, mm-hmm. but you're not stuck at your couch. Right. Yeah. And so there are a lot of people, you know, that say like, oh, everyone's just looking down at their phones, blah, blah, blah. But to me, almost like, at least they're outside. You know, at least right. they're like in community or like around. Um, it definitely has its negatives. Sure. I've, I've had, you know, Danielle and I have to check each other all the time and just say, hey, can you put it down? You know, because right. you're zoned out right now. Right. But yeah. And I think that that's, that's kind of where I think Maggie and I are at. And I, we hadn't, we hadn't brought this up to you, Jamie, but like, so for example, like, like last night, you know, Maggie and I are sitting in the living room and we are, I'm using quote fingers, hanging out together. But I, I realized we're sitting there. I'm like, okay, she's on, we're on the same couch, but I'm into my cell phone. She's into her cell phone. And every now and again, I think we check each other for a pulse. Um, yeah, <laughs> but you look at each other and you're like, love you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly though. though. You know, and, and, 
And so it got me thinking, and of course, I started looking up, like, I'm not reading any more articles, by the way, but I started reading, uh, looking up some articles about, like, how smartphones are affecting relationships and, like, all this sort of stuff. And there were ones that were talking about, like, jealousy in relationships because of the device. Like, one partner is actually jealous of of the phone Mm -hmm. and not even the the use of it, but just the dependency of of needing it. The anxiety that that person will display when it is not around, um, that sort of thing. So... So basically today, Maggie and I have been talking about, and I, just, and I think we decided we're going to pick a date here very, very soon where we are going to extremely limit the amount of social media entertainment time that we spend on our cell phones, yep. specifically yeah. when we are with each other. Because what I brought up was like 10 years ago, before we had smartphones, I was like, what did we do during this time after the kids went to bed? Yeah. We would play games. We'd have well, intense... we didn't have kids 10 years ago. But still, we'd play games. We'd have intense conversations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We would, um, you know, do... I told him like, hey, we used to even scratch each other's backs when we were falling asleep, and now we 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 fall asleep when our eyes are too tired to look yeah. at our phone anymore. Mm-hmm. And so there's this challenge that we really want to do. We're like, we're going to limit this time, and we're going to. And I would like to, if you think it'd be a good idea, to update. You know, maybe in the next few weeks of the podcast, maybe we're going to go for like a month or something of trying to do this mm-hmm. and see see if we've noticed any changes or if there's any insights to us. I think it'd be kind of fun to kind of keep. Track and maybe of. you yeah. know, maybe if anybody else wants to jump in and and give it a try themselves and, and yeah. get some feedback from them, it's it's it's. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting. It will. Well, and and like now that the weather is getting nicer, we live in Oregon. Yeah, it right. Rains a lot, but the summers are awesome, the and, the, and are the weather has been amazing. It was ninety four the other so day. So nice. So like, it's so much easier for us to like I, Danielle and I have really been actively like every single day, other than this week. Every single day we go on a walk when right. we both get home from work. Mm-hmm. Like we and we don't take our phones. Right. Like yeah. we just me and her or me and her and the dogs we go on these pretty good long walks and I told her, I'm like, we have some of the best conversations when we go on walks, not even just sitting at home, but actually like walking. I'm like, we're happier. We don't argue. It's so easy. Like, and I've noticed this with myself. I don't know if this happens with you guys, but when my, when Danielle comes home from work and if I'm home before her, it's almost like a little bit of an argument happens immediately where you kind of both decompress about like how yeah. you felt through the day. Like right. you're kind of like, Oh yeah, I got home before you. I cleaned and like, you know, I'm, right. I'm feeling, or you got home before me. Why didn't you? Clean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm having feelings <laughs> about that. Right. And so it almost comes out of nowhere. It's almost like an animosity for a second. And it's like, right. if we like immediately go on a walk, it's like we're doing something together. It's active. Yeah. And we're able to just like decompress from the day mm-hmm. and it's a enjoyable conversation. Right. So we're really trying to actively do that more um, because it's, it's, we've been positive. finding ourselves yeah. in the same situations, like right. sitting on the back patio and we're yeah. just like, Oh, we've been talking for like a couple hours. We should go to right. bed. Which, like, which yeah. has been great because at the start of, and I'm sure this is the same with you and Danielle, but like at the start of Maggie's and my relationship, that's what we did. I mean, we, that's how we got to know each other. We would sit and we would talk for hours, hours. and hours and yeah. hours. And, and, and I love that. And it's like, okay, now we've been together for 13 years mm-hmm. and it's easier to just veg out on the couch and, yeah. oh, don't I know everything about you already? But in those times that we actually put down our phones and talk to we each other, yeah. we're like, oh my gosh, things. I love talking to you. That's, mm-hmm. that's why I got together with you in the first place. Like, yeah. I mean, I, so, so I think uh, maybe we're, we're doing this a lot this episode. Maybe to encourage, if you're listening to this episode, like, think about that. Right. Like maybe maybe it's time to put down the phone a little bit more. I also think it impacts our kids. I mean, I know it does. Mm -hmm. You know, I I mean, if if you ask your kids, you know, well, what's what's mom and dad's favorite activity? And they're like cell phone, you know, like that's 
uh, yeah. like yeah. check yeah. yourself on that. And that's mm-hmm. what I think Maggie and I really want to do by having like, this challenge. That's it, kid. That's it, kids. We're going fishing <laughs> right now. Yeah, right now, <laughs> it's, it's eleven o'clock at night. I don't care. We're going fishing. Bass fishing. Cool. Well, good. I like I said. I just wanted to wanted to bring that up because I think it's important just to remind ourselves and uh, and just keep taking those walks, Jamie. Yeah. We'll keep having those yeah. conversations and. And uh, it'll be good. So I'll let you know how w- it goes. Before we end out this episode, I do want to make sure we drop a line in for Josh, Josh Schmutzer. You guys got to hear Josh last week on the podcast, and it was isn't it was, he a delight? Yeah. He's a peach. He's a peach. It was it was it was a blast having him on. So yeah. we definitely yeah. have to have that guy back again. And uh, check out Josh's uh, work if you're interested in photography. Uh, they're in the links at the bottom of this episode, or posted in with the description of this episode. So check out Josh. Good people. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Anything in closing, guys, or you think we can wrap it up for today? No. I don't know. Maybe, maybe just to say, like, if you have a, if you have a, a, a day that you can go do it, go, go, maybe go to the mall. Yeah. Go to the mall. Hold hands with your spouse and just stroll around the mall. Get a pretzel. Oh. Maybe or an orange Julius. And an orange Julius. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and before you put that phone down to to have that time. Like and subscribe to to the Middle Life Podcast. Hashtags shameless plugs. (laughs) 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 All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. Bye.